Today's goddess is a lunar Welsh fairy queen goddess who has served as a inspirational muse for poets, artists, and royalty. She is Rhiannon. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to episode number 29 of oh, uh, the end of our 20s of Goddess <laughs> Chat with Leos. <laughs> we are your hostesses, and I am Gigi, and this is Nicole. Hey. Hello. Our birthdays are over with, so now we're not like, you know, the magnificently Vivacious. fantastic. Yes. And now we're just like hostesses. Hey. Right. <laughs> well, everybody, join us as we drink some tea and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. Yes, as she said, tea. We are sober this week. Yes. So, if you love our show, whether we're drinking or not, um, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your chosen listening service. You can find us on Instagram at Goddess Chat Leos or email us at goddesschat at yahoo.com. And the best way to show your support for the show is to rate, review, and also word of mouth is priceless. We love that word of mouth. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody and goddess lovers, grab your drinks and let's chat. Let's do this. Oh my god, I can't stop itching my leg. Oh, the evil mosquitoes. My vampire blood, bugs. Right? My blood, I think, is pure sugar. So they literally, as soon as I go outside. So sweet. I am. <laughs> No, I don't know what the hell it is. It's really horrible. So I got uh, goddesses. I went out to water my tomatoes and they're doing really well and I love them and they're amazing. And I live back by a wooded area. And as soon as I go out there, dummy me went out in a skirt. I shouldn't have had that much exposure. And um, basically <laughs> I was asking for it. That's why I told Chris. Uh, I go, you, you know, know what? It was too juicy. Culture? No, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man, those white ass legs, they were just oh too juicy. Gosh. And they were like, I can't help myself. Well, so, did they get on your butt or anything or just on your legs? I have about eight or nine mosquito bites, two on my elbows, two on my calves, like the juicy part, mm-hmm. um, the dimples of the side, like where my saddlebags are, and <gasps> then a couple more on my knee. Like oh they got a weird spot and it spots that when I move, they get reactivated. So I'm just like, I'm going to turn into a mosquito. Well, I'm, I'm happy they didn't get your booty. They do booty- sometimes. <laughs> booty bites are not fun. I got bit by a horrible spider years ago because I wore a, a dress mm-hmm. on a photo shoot at an organic orange grove and we were climbing over fences to get to these like open meadows and oh, no. <sighs> something crawled up my leg and bit my butt oh. and it um I, it was bad it, I almost had to be lanced um Ooh. I had to do sit baths like sits baths essentially um for I think four times a day as the with the hottest water water I could tolerate to try to draw the poisons Mm -hmm. for I don't know how many days and this is when Matt and I first started dating (laughs) and he had to like sit there and clean it and change my bandages because it was like right under like my cheek where it like folded yeah 
and I couldn't reach it or see it, you know? No, because like, you can get staff because that's how oh, we, yeah. that, I forgot about that. That's how we bonded because both yeah. of us, goddesses, both of us had um, staff infections on our butts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, big booties and it happens. Yeah. My, my glands and my, like, my lymph nodes and my groin were all swollen. Um, You're bad. just learning a lot about us, aren't it you, was everybody? Bad. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to yeah. get bit there because then also because the sweat and all that stuff gets trapped there oh mm-hmm. no fun no fun oh jinxie just gave me a whole bunch of blinks she's like that's no fun oh buddy <laughs> we're in my sacred space right now i've moved out of the closet and now i'm in my sacred space oh i love no. it well because it is a full moon it is it is the blue moon which is blue moon uh, and I have um, a little blurb about it in my my little witchy daily book thing, but nice. it's, it's over there. I don't want to grab it. So basically, it just means this is like, I think this is like the second or third full moon in a row that like something and that's why they call it blue. And Oh, aren't you glad I'm not a historian because <laughs> everything would get lost. I'd be like, yeah, there's this reason and that's it. It's a reason. It's a reason. Yes. Um, I don't think I can pull up my calendar calendar right now on my iPad, but um, I have little summaries of each of the blue moons mm-hmm. in my notes. Oh, look at you! As a reminder, <laughs> but of course I don't have it accessible at this moment. So sorry. That's all right. Um, what are you drinking? We haven't had our tea in a while. I, I have just a simple mango black tea. So yeah, I've just got basic black tea, but I did uh, put cream yeah. and sugar in it because I'm at to. the office right now and I need something. To. So the other day, I was so tired that I ended up putting my creamer in my cereal. Nice. That was some tasty cereal. I and bet. I really, really liked it. <laughs> you know what I use creamer for? Hmm. When I make French toast. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I use that with the egg and it gives it an extra depth to um, the marinating of the bread <laughs> before you cook uh, it. So yes, it's tasty. All right. I am into it. And I think I also used it as a dairy base one time when I baked because mm-hmm. I was short on milk, and so I mixed some creamer in, and it was like, "Ooh, hello, extra rich." Mm, I'm going to itch it. Stop it! Don't itch. Oh, here's <sighs> another fun thing I did. Because I mean, you know, when you're in the middle of baking or whatever, and all of a sudden you realize you're short on ingredients, you just grab alternatives sometimes. Yeah. Um, but this was not. This was an accident. We were out um, camping, and um. We were making those like shake up, you know, pancakes in one of those containers. You just pour water in it, shake it. And um, I go to pour the water in and I get a whiff of vodka. Oh, someone I thought you were poured... going to say you use breast milk. <laughs> no, like, someone oh, poured vodka in one of the water bottles so that they could transport it for fishing or something like that because we were <laughs> camping. <laughs> and I poured a few tablespoons of vodka into the pancake mix. And luckily, I didn't go full bottle. You know, I smelt <gasps> it and stopped. And oh, then, my um, God. I was like, oh, gosh, do I continue? And so I just poured water the rest of the way. I was like, I'm just going to cook it. And they were the fluffiest pancakes <laughs> ever. I think also with the elevation, like the combination of the alcohol just like helped them cook better. I was like, all right, now I know. Do now you know. Add, add a little alcohol. bit of vodka mm-hmm. to your, your pancake mix when you're in high altitudes. So. All right. That works. See? You learned something today, everybody. The more you know. <laughs> Ding. 
Crafting <laughs> seed, put some vodka in your pancakes. Yeah. Yes. All right, my darling. Are you uh, ready to talk about this uh, magnificent fairy queen goddess? That we I got? am. I'm excited. Our sources for today's goddess are journeying to the goddess word dot wordpress.com yeah. backslash. You don't have to read all of that. I put that in there to remind myself that that's what the that direct link is. Yes, it's a very long one. So yeah. it's on journeying to the goddess. It's about Rhiannon. Yes. And then goddessgift.com, find your goddess by Sky Alexander, the goddess oracle by Amy Sophia Marashinsky. Sacred Mothers and Goddesses by Claudia Olivos, and Goddess Guidance Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue. Her name, Rhiannon. She is the Lunar Welsh Fairy Queen Goddess, and her name means Great Queen. Her appearance is a shapeshifter. Rhiannon can appear to you as an animal, bird, or song. She usually manifests as a beautiful young woman dressed in gold, riding a white horse with birds around her oh. i like to imagine that's how i um wake up in the morning just like snow white with the beautiful yeah. bird that, yeah. <laughs> and then the cats meet me and they like dress me for the day I would <laughs> you have gus gus down there oh the mice from cinderella helping you sew your clothes and yes so I don't know if I ever told you, um, we have like these chipmunks that are around here and we named all <laughs> of them, the mm-hmm. but one is like Anton. The other one is, um, oh, what's the other dude's name? Uh, Cause we did it after like Anton LaVey and things like that. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> love it. What was the other dude's name? I can't remember. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, I, think I appreciate it's probably... it though. Oh, and then one of them is French. So his name, cause, um, you know, uh, Chris's last name is Henry. So we called um, the one chipmunk Henri. Henri. So, uh, Henri. And yeah. So Jinx has like a huge feud with them. There's one that sits there and faces her in the front door every single day. And she oh just. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like major beef. Sassy. 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 Major, major beef. Um, okay. I digress. So um, let's talk about a little bit of the legends and mythologies um, so everyone knows Gigi looked up the correct way to say some of the names because it is uh, Celtic and uh, Welsh, and I'm just going to go with it, and we'll see how this turns out. I'm excited. I There's take not a- too many. Uh, We're good. No, no, no. This mm-hmm. one's an easy one <laughs> comparative to, what was it, uh, The Changing Woman, where oh. she had... Well, that one was hard, but I mean, uh, we had a couple more before that that were like, oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> I think, you know what was a really hard one was uh, Danu. When yeah. we did that one, it was like, woof. Okay. Mm-hmm. So according to mythology, the Welsh goddess Rhiannon rode a white horse and magical birds accompanied her everywhere she went. That is going to be neat. Rhiannon hailed from the outer other world. Let me just say that again. The other world, <laughs> not the outer world. And she is associated with fairy magic and dreams. And some myths describe her as a fairy queen. 
So a little side note, in Celtic uh, mythology, the other world is the land of the dead and also the home of the goddesses and gods and other powerful spirits. So both the good and the malevolent. Mm. And Fwyn? Um, It's Anuvin. Anuvin? Oof. Yeah, I know, okay. right? <laughs> That's an awesome name. Anuvin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anuvin was like a parallel universe. So Anuvin was the land that they all lived on. Reflecting the world above, but perfected and luxurious. I think that's where we would live, mm. I would hope. Mm-hmm. In Arch- Archipel? Woof. Archetypal. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> it's late here. It's like 7.30. It's right. I'm like, arch- archetypal. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Psychology, such as a place, represents the unconscious mind, chaotic, free from the constraints of being rational, orderly, or bound by rules or convention, which that's kind of Mm. interesting. Mm -hmm. So according to one story from thegoddessgift.com, and all of the stories, there's one basic story of her that's widely known um but then uh the goddess gift had a couple other little legends that i hadn't heard from before so i thought it was kind of interesting to put it in so rihanna didn't mind having to get up in the dark to head to the stables before dawn when she arrived her horse was already groomed and fed and raring to go together they pulled the sun across the sky Mm. each day i know isn't that a beautiful image Mm -hmm. Sometimes dreams and memories popped into her head while she rode. This one specific morning, it was a dream that was troubling to her. Funny that variations of this dream seem to appear frequently, but she's always been able to easily brush it off. We have those thoughts where they kind oh, of come of in and mm-hmm. you, know, you floof them off. But the feeling of this last dream still lingered. She could almost feel the girl still hiding behind the bushes, taunting her and calling her stuck up and worse. Then they'd giggle and run away before Rhiannon could see who they were. Oh, those faithful. Yeah. Uh I've had those dreams before where you're like in a place and you don't know where you're going and there's people kind of pointing and looking. But usually it's because I have to use the bathroom and I have to like, I don't know where the bathroom's at. Then I know I have to wake up. I'm like, okay, wake up, Nicole. You're going to pee. So, too much? <laughs> no. No, my mind started drifting. I just realized the way I'm holding my mic, I wasn't uh-huh. sure if I was too loud for everyone because it was oh, very no. close to my face. So, hopefully, I'm going to adjust that now. I did not hear dragon breathing, so I think All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, in the dream, she'd tell her. She'd tell herself, silly girls, nothing on their minds but the latest fashion, spreading gossip and flirting with boys. Who are they to judge me? And she would continue on her way undisturbed. Rihanna wasn't about to let this unpleasantness spoil a perfectly fine day. How many times have we told ourselves that and then you end up letting? (laughs) Yep. Yep. So she'd learned long ago that you could control your emotions by replacing a painful thought with one that was positive instead. And that's just what she did. So she reached out for the happy memory of time spent with her dad in his library for a fairy king. He was quite a good scientist and she'd learned a lot at his side. Oh, how she relished these special moments when he praised her for having such a fine, rational mind. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Normally, it's like, oh, you have such a whimsical, creative mind. And this one's like, you are a rational broad. Okay. Because of them being fae. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Faye are a little bit more chaotic normally, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. So the science that she loved best was measurements. Just by understanding the mathematics and the physics of things, she could do the most impressive tricks. First, there was the sun trick, her absolute favorite. So by pulling the sun at just the right speed and just the right distance from Earth, she could make it look like the sun was moving much closer to the ground than it actually really was. Hmm. The best part of the trick was that it looked as if it was hardly moving at all, even though it was racing through the sky. This was her best trick. She did it so well that it would be years before anyone even suspected it was just an illusion. She could also create a bag large enough to hold a grown man and then fold it in such a way that it looked just about the size of a woman's purse or a small shopping bag. Okay. (laughs) This is my boyfriend bag. So maybe someday some brilliant person would figure out the trick of it like she had. But until that day, she enjoyed just having everyone think it was pure magic. Those were kind of some things from the yeah, which I thought were cute. tricks yeah. of the mind. I love yeah. it. So one day. Oof, so it? it's spelled P-W-Y-L-L and it's yeah. pronounced pulse. Pulse? Like pulse. Mm-hmm. Pulse pen. Anuvin. Anuvin. Okay. Paul's pen Anuvin, who was the king of Dryfed? Dyfid. Dyfid. Okay. Or, so, no, sorry, Dyfid. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the king of Dyfid saw her riding, and this is the most popular story, saw her riding her horse and gave chase, but couldn't catch the beauty who was swifter than the wind. He professed his love and begged her to stop. Paul's. Paul's. Yeah, mm-hmm. Paul's. I'm like, Paul's. Mm-hmm. Paul's followed her into the other world, and there they arranged to be married. Mm. Kind of ballsy. He followed her into the other world. Be like, I know, oh. especially because he was in the parallel universe. Mm-hmm. So although one of Rhiannon's former suitors delayed the ceremony for a year, which typical, you know, mm-hmm. you always got that one ex that's like, oh, you said you'd marry me first. Whatever. Eventually, she and Paul's, right, mm-hmm. married. And after three years, she had, they had a son together. So basically, when two full years had passed without Rhiannon becoming pregnant with an heir to the throne, the quest, question of her bloodline and her fitness to be a queen began to be raised. So you're not a good enough queen if you can't produce babies? Ah, uh, yeah. Didn't you... Mm. Did you not read about Henry VIII? Gosh. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean, that's pretty much, unfortunately, at the time, you know, that was their yeah. mm-hmm. bag in life. So the king's trusted advisors began to pressure him to take another wife, one that would provide and be more fertile. Again, lame. So the king persuaded them to give the couple more time. He couldn't begin to imagine how lonely it would feel without her at his side, advising him, sharing fully in his dreams and visions for the kingdom. So, okay, he earns brownie points there because he, you know, genuinely loves her and Mm -hmm. wants her around. So fortunately, in the next year at May Eve, Rhiannon delivered a fine and healthy son. They were jubilant, but the baby was soon to become the source of great anxiety and distress for Rhiannon and the king. I keep, do you notice how I keep not mm-hmm. saying the name? <laughs> I'm cheating, goddesses. It's okay. 
So the baby mysteriously disappeared. No! What? The servants accused Rhiannon of killing the child and eating the baby. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, rude. So these servants feared for themselves since they fell asleep on the job and used, some stories got really graphic, they used puppy blood and bones to frame Rihanna. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they, they full on, like, I think she went to sleep. Because they didn't want to get all in over trouble. Her. Yes. Yeah. Because the baby disappeared. So unfortunately, her husband, he believed them, which is kind of heartbreaking because he seemed like he was so into her and like it was a partnership, you know, and mm-hmm. that he wouldn't believe it. But a lot of things I read, she questioned herself too, because people kept saying, no, you did this, you did this. So she's like, oh my God, maybe I did, which is a yeah. typical thing in itself. So he sentenced her to sit for seven years outside the court of Arberth. Arberth? I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Usually when they're pretty straightforward and they're spelling, they're good. Good. Um, So she had to sit outside the court confessing her crime and to carry on her back like a horse anyone who sought access to the court. So other myths say that she was actually a horse for those seven years. So – there's a lot of different stories about people that would come to the court. They were greeted by her. She would have to confess what she did, supposedly, to any visitors. And then she had to carry them on her back into the court. And a lot of people fe- felt for her. Yeah. You know, like, it, this is wrong. The imagery that I'm pulling at from that is, um, you didn't see it, but um, in Game of Thrones, Mm -hmm. um, when the queen was um, finally accused of her crimes or whatever, um, they made her walk through the streets naked. And they had a uh nun with a bell and they would chime the bell and go, shame, shame, (laughs) shame with the bell as she walked through the streets and all the people just were throwing vegetables at her and stuff. And so she just had, it was just like this whole, just like public display of shame, you know, and that's that whole idea with that as well. Like, absolutely. Constantly reminding yourself of this accusation and then acting like you're beneath the others. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah crazy so years later a farmer and his wife were able to break the spell that had hidden her baby and the son was eventually returned to his mother oh my gosh right rihanna's unfair punishment ended and she was restored to her rightful royal position so i didn't realize that it was a son or a spell that hid the baby yeah, some of them say that it ended up being a spell because mm-hmm. he because they a lot of the stories said he mysteriously disappeared. So, mm-hmm. you know, but they don't ever say, you know, that there was, you know, like an evil spellcaster or something out there that was trying to get the child or yeah. cloak him or something like that. But mm-hmm. a lot of them did say that I don't really know who this farmer and wife was, but so naughty, naughty no so Rhiannon's uh, reaction to the wrongful accusation for the murder of her son shows her to be a patient endurance hum- like humility willingness to forgive her husband for his cruelty so she yeah I mean if you think about it like would you go back with him after he made you kind of carry I, people I mean... like a horse and also for believing and constantly yeah. making you feel like 
you did do this. I mean, that'd be a really hard thing to go back to. Absolutely. She also demonstrates forbearance during the year-long attempt to block her marriage by a jealous suitor and her frustrating three-year wait to bear a child. I'm like, oh, Rhiannon is a fertility and a love goddess who provides powerful guidance through dreams. She also helps the dying to reach the underworld or the other world without fear, guiding them with her song, accompanied by her healing songbirds. Oh, I know. She lovingly carries souls from the earth to the afterlife plane upon her trusty white horse, helping them adjust to the transitions of life after death. She just seems like such a sweet and caring, kind goddess. Yes. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. she really is. And and once we get into the the ways that you can connect with her and the oracle cards, you just see how just, I wish I could have that much patience. Mm-hmm. You know, there's times where I'm like, grant me patience today, please. Mm-hmm. So mythology connects the lovely Rhiannon with horses, which symbolize freedom, passion, speed, beauty, and power. Not only does King Few Falls, Falls, thank you, mm-hmm. <laughs> spot her riding a horse that's so fast he can't catch her, but the goddess's son actually turned out to be a horse whisperer as well. Oh, how about that? He's got that going for him. She also befriended birds whose voices inspired healing in mortals and can bring the dead back to life. Wow. Yeah. Rhiannon's association with these magical creatures, as well as her ability to move back and forth between the other world and earth, suggests her shaman, shamanic? Ooh. Shamanic. Shamanic, thank you. <laughs> I don't know why that did not seem right. Or shamanic. Yeah. Because you're a shaman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I had the um, Laverne and Shirley, the Shamil, yeah. Shamal. Yeah. <laughs> so her, the shamanic and magical powers. So she's uh, known as a sorceress as, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I was going to say so. Well, she's but... a shapeshifter as well. So Yeah, absolutely. So, so many things. So many things. So in addition to being a healer, Rhiannon also has, as we said before, inspired poets, singers, and artists of all kind. And I actually found in Britain, in the Berkshire hillside, the people would partake in a white horse festival. Mm. So this festival would honor the goddess Rhiannon's memory, and little clay horses would be created in her honor. Aww. Isn't that cute? So cute. Soup's cute. Well, some ways that you can call on Rhiannon. If you find it necessary to endure in the face of adversity or to tolerate an injustice, ask Rhiannon to give you the resiliency and courage to do so. So she'll help you carry the burdens like a good horse and keep putting one foot in front of the other until your physical or emotional trial ends. Mm -hmm. So when you hit a rough patch, remember how Rhiannon bore injustice with grace and you will soon be vindicated. So she can help you transition through endings, be it death, a relationship, a job or career, moving house or other life changes. She can also help you when you've been a victim of false witness or gossip, which none of us like that. (laughs) Um, She can be there for strength to overcome the need to feel accepted by others. Mm. She can help you when your self-esteem has suffered um, or to overcome codependency. (laughs) 
we don't need that though. Um, I mean, I know that we're the codependent goddesses, but you like the note. Yes. So I put in a note to Gigi. It goes, not the codependent goddesses. <laughs> and she can also help transcend the role of victim. So it's important to remember that those who harm or speak ill against you are on their own path and their story does not have to be a part of yours. And usually those people are trying to put all this negativity on you because they're unhappy yes and they're trying to pull you down to their level so remember that yes she's also there for help with manifestations spirit communication transitions or artistic inspiration every single one of those things i wish i could go back to young 20 something oh right and just say Mm -hmm. nothing anyone else does affects you this Mm -mm. is your life um, some activities and rituals to connect with Rhiannon, uh, seek guidance or counseling to help you develop boundaries and limits. Everybody has, you know, issues with that. And, you know, if you can just provide a, a little bit of healthy boundaries for yourself, oh, it takes the weight of the world off your shoulders. I know it does for me. You can um, communicate your needs to your loved ones and be the first to meet those needs because you know, like Gigi took herself on a date last night. I'm very I proud did. of her. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. If you have something you need, you got to just do it. Absolutely. Surround yourself with people who are respectful and honorable. The honorable Nicole. Oh, the honorable and respectful Gigi. <laughs> Start a journal where you write down all your strengths and qualities. They can be as simple as I make good pancakes. I do. Hey, vodka pancakes. (laughs) Vodka pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) Two possibly bigger achievements. You can add photos, cards from loved ones with positive messages or awards you have received. I like that. Yeah. Meditate on Rhiannon before you go to sleep and ask her for protection, especially if you are experiencing nightmares or night terrors. You can work with Rhiannon's energy to communicate with those who have passed on as she decides who goes through to the other side. So you can, you know, do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Connect with the goddess by displaying a painting or a statue of a horse in your home. You may also wish to spend time caring for horses or donate money to animal protection organizations in her name. I I love that idea. That's really nice. I'm going to like donate to the ASPCA in Gigi's name. Done. In the arms of an angel. <laughs> oh, God, Sarah. <laughs> the McLaughlin. Um, so Rihanna can show you how to bring comfort to yourself or someone else through the power of music and sound healing. Play music to ease tension in your own life. Classical music can be especially calming. I find it super calming. Oh, yeah. I've actually been on that music kick recently. And even if it's not... Um, music that you need to calm yourself, but even just to get other emotions out. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's amazing how they can help you get anger out, frustration, sadness, um, you know, grief, whatever, you know, just use that powerful music. Yes. Use it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you can also take a walk in nature and listen to the birds sing. Do you sense the birds trying to communicate and offer healing messages to you? And a, and a quote from the wise Tweety Bird. Oh, 
I taught I good, saw good footy cat. Good, bird. <laughs> I taught I taught. A footy yes. cat. I did, I did. No. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I taught I saw a footy cat. I thought I saw a footy cat. I did, I did. <laughs> well, some other correspondences that you can use in your honoring of Rihanna and for altars or, or whatnot Symbols and objects that could be used would be a dark purple altar cloth and gold, black, purple, and white candles, images and sculptures of Rhiannon, the moon, black, and white birds, and white horses. Colors could be gold, purple, black, and white. Gemstones could be pearls, obsidian, green tourmaline, and moonstone. Incense and scented oils would be honeysuckle, jasmine, lavender, and patchouli. Animals are horses and birds, and flowers, foods, and herbs could be honeysuckle, jasmine, lavender, or baby's breath flowers. Uh, that reminds me, um, Gigi just sent me a picture. Uh, she did hair for a beautiful client and did a 60s kind of Priscilla Presley you know, like hairstyle with flowers in it. And anytime I think of baby's breath, I just think of it placed in hair. I love that. That's so gorgeous. I love just flowers all throughout. Of course you do too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you haven't uh, gone to NicoCoCreations.com, oh, I'm doing new a website new website will be la- launching. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be launching on Wednesday because I want it to be perfect. And um, a little shout out to uh, Lucy and Katya uh, from Silk Road Marketing. They're doing my website and they're amazing. They're so transparent and beautiful and wonderful and love their So some of the Oracle cards um, that talk about Rhiannon's message, the goddess Oracle by Amy Sophia Marashinsky. Rhiannon's card is doubt. Rhiannon's message. She gallops into your life to tell you how to work with doubt to doubt someone or something. When your instincts are giving you warning signals is healthy. To spend time doubting yourself is self-negating and not very helpful. Yes. The best way of working with self-doubt is to turn it into self-questioning. Self-doubt leads you nowhere. Self-questioning gives you answers. Do you get stuck in doubt and let it turn your optimism into despair? Your confidence into low self-esteem? Your vitality into sluggishness and procrastination? Uh, Yes, 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 and yes. Does, I, yeah i'm sorry <laughs> what? i read sluttiness and prostitution <laughs> wow. no shame but hey. my mind was like what what is this <laughs> if your vitality turns into sluttiness and um prostitution then go for it or promiscu but, promiscuality or, <laughs> yes. she's like oh hey. sex work yeah hey There's, yes we are not Love your body. sex work. Mm-mm. You are very but important. I do that a lot, though. I'll see big words, and then for some reason I see the, you know, inappropriate version of the word. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you're not dyslexic. You're just making your body lexic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, does doubt align itself with your fears to keep you from succeeding? Do the doubts of other shipwreck your dream boat perhaps i know perhaps where the outside world is concerned you need to exercise a bit more skepticism rather than trusting blindly rihanna tells you not to let doubt erode your sacred self 
Allow yourself to question rather than doubt so that you can gain the answers you need to continue on your path to wholeness. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Question yourself rather than doubt. Well, yeah. Question why that's you're good. doubting something. Yeah. And that's, that's so true. So mm-hmm. like, um, I actually was listening to this really good meditation today and it's, um, to, to embrace abundance and get rid of fear. Cause I have two amazing opportunities coming to me and mm-hmm. you goddesses will know soon, but, um, it's scary because it could potentially, if it all works, change my the way that I've thought my life would be, you mm-hmm. know, just with work and everything. And so it's scary and exciting and amazing. But I just have that um, that pre-programmed mindset of, no, I got to do this to get that, to get this. Mm-hmm. So I want to try to, as my friend Miranda, who owns Coven in Cleveland, says, lean into it. So I'm trying to let go of my Leo, tr- like, control and lean into it. So anytime I'm scared of something, I've been asking the question, why are you scared of it? What's the worst that can happen? What's Mm -hmm. what's that? So just let go and let be. It's hard to do that. It's hard, but I got it. You can do it. (laughs) Thanks mom. Rhiannon thinks you can too. Yeah. (laughs) Another um, Oracle Oracle card that we're going to read from is the sacred mothers and goddesses by Claudia Olivos. Rhiannon self love. Mm. Rhiannon's message, you may have begun to doubt yourself, or uncertainty may be a long-running theme in your life. Honor yourself and your needs by spending time to build your confidence. Respect yourself. Love yourself. Do not allow others to diminish your self-worth. The opinions and behaviors of others are not a reflection of who you are. You are good enough. If you've been a victim of false witness and gossip, Stay steadfast. You will be empowered to rise above the circumstances. Breathe in and trust that the truth will prevail. Develop strong boundaries. This will help you heal and reclaim your personal power to live in the freedom of being your unique and true self. Discard the mask that you wear daily to please others. Know that you are worthy of the good things in life. Trust your heart. It holds innate wisdom beyond the logic of your rational mind and acts as a compass to guide you. So trust this sacred guidance and know your worth and that you are always connected to the spirit. Mm. I love the discard the mask you wear daily to clean mm-hmm. up. Because we always, we have the mask that we are with our friends. We have the mask that we are at home. We have the mask we are with our family. It's It's crazy. What do they say? There's like six different faces to every person or six different versions of a person yeah Yeah. there has to be Mm -hmm. because you know what's funny so for example um my day job is a legal assistant so Mm -hmm. i work for an employment law firm in california but i'm in ohio and when i'm on the phone with the clients you have to talk a certain way you know so i'll get on the phone and then i hang up and the first time um Kian, the youngest son, heard me. He goes, that didn't even sound like you. <laughs> right. And I was like, yeah. I know. I always laugh when I hear my sister take work calls. Yeah. The way she gets so like polite and, you know, just professional. And yes. then she's with me and she's talking crap. And then when she's with her friends, she's like this, you know, yep. badass. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. It's always so funny to see her in those other dimensions. And then when I see her as a mother, you know, and how patient and kind she is. So, yeah, no, I, 
I do love seeing that in those that are close to me because you can recognize it in them so much more. Yeah, absolutely. So in closing, um, another little blurb from thegoddessgift.com. Rhiannon is, above all else, a goddess of sovereignty. She has a voice and is unafraid to speak her truth. Hers is a teaching tale for women who have yet to grow into their full potential because they have not found and developed a healthy self-respect and assertiveness. Mm. I like that. We all know, and sometimes are, women who find it hard to express our own needs for fear we might be seen as uncaring or too demanding. Mm -hmm. Take, for example, the people pleaser who is worn out by always meeting the needs of others but never meeting their own. The goddess Rhiannon encourages her to say, sorry, but I just can't take on another project right now without feeling the least bit guilty about it. I need to listen. Mm -hmm. And perhaps the myths of Rhiannon are also in part a cautionary tale for those of us who find it natural or easy to walk comfortably in the corridors of male power, in quote unquote. A message of the value of sisterhood and the need for a sustaining connection to any underdeveloped or rejected parts of ourselves, no matter how feminine they may seem. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Above all else, Rhiannon stands for loving loyalty. She is a goddess who who remains steadfast, comforting us in times of crisis and of loss. She's a good one. She is a very good one. And I mean, a lot of the stories I read, I kind of wanted to know more about like her fairy life Mm -hmm. and a little bit beforehand. So that's why I put in that bit from Goddess Gift, because it kind of gave a little bit of a clue to her when she, you know, before she met the the king. But um, I thought it was interesting in that little tale she's dealing with the sun but she's known as a lunar goddess so she's known for being out at nighttime and, and yeah. moon and you know so it's very interesting yeah. yeah she's definitely a cool one i know a lot of um witches and uh, other goddess lovers follow Rhiannon a lot um just because she does have that sorcerer element and she's mm-hmm. also uh, great for divination so, mm. you know, if you're doing like the dreams, analyzing and things, I'm so bad. I never remember what I dream. Like hardly ever. I should write it down when I wake up, but they're always so weird. Yeah, I've been having a lot of like strange, uncomfortable dreams. Huh. And I'm like, what is this stuff right now? What is this trying to tell me? And a lot of them, I think, also are just like for me being anxious before bed and just yeah. my mind running and then just weird things that your subconscious pulls through but I do always try to take note of ones that I remember I'm like okay why is this one so pertinent mm-hmm. what is the message from this so. yeah. yeah no you have some intense dreams I will say that you and Chris have some crazy dreams too I'm like what is in your brain <laughs> yeah. too much too too much <gasps> oh, I enjoyed this one she's a great goddess if you haven't listened to last week's episode about the changing woman and that was Gigi's birthday episode oh, please go listen go listen to it again go listen to it on a different computer get her numbers up <laughs> <laughs> We have lots of episodes that we'd love you yes. to listen to. You know, um, I 
I might, um, you know, just try to pop those in the stories again to like spread the word because some of them get lost. Of course, our popular ones like Aphrodite are high up there. Um, but, you know, some of the smaller goddesses that a lot of us don't know of as well, like the Chinese lunar goddess Chengu or another, um, the Hopi goddess, the butterfly maiden, you know, there, there, there's these other ones that we have that we're like, hey, they're really special too. They may not be as much in the mainstream as known but they're others but they're amazing Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and then we have um eshel eshel's a big one Mm -hmm. yeah good one um oshun a whole Mm -hmm. bunch pele pele oh oh that was a good one too. yeah that was Mm -hmm. a good one that was like watching a soap opera with her whole torrid affair with her sister and Mm -hmm. all this other stuff it's like good lord the Matarazzu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, Miss Gigi, how can everyone find us? Well, of course, you can find us on Instagram at goddesschatleos. You can also email us goddesschat at yahoo.com. You can also rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Um, and we would love to hear your comments. And also just check us out on what other what other platforms you may use or might prefer to use um, like Spotify, Google, Anchor, whatever, you know, just check us out and tell your friends it's not hard to find us. Just, you know, go to whatever service they like. That's right. So, all right, goddesses, I got to get all my crystals together in my water to do some uh, blue moon um, charging. So I hope everyone has a beautiful and blessed blue moon. Gigi, I love your face. I love yours and we love you. We love all the goddess lovers' faces. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.